Hey, what's good, people? Jason DeBase, how you guys doing? It is Sports Debate Tuesday, as I promise. This is the first episode for Sports Debate Sports Debate Tuesday. This is my co-host, Rob, keeping McLean, McLean. And our hostess with the mostest does not have a camera on her now because we're expecting a third guest. So conspicuous by her absence, whenever she comes, she comes. Um, Rob, we had um we had a lot of stuff. We wanted to cover, we wanted to talk about um, the state of the NBA, who's going to win the Super Bowl. Of course, we're MMA enthusiasts, so um, whoever's listening is going to have to eat a little Conor McGregor and Cowboy at the end of this, and we're going to have a little fun with that. But let's talk about the elephant in the room, or let's talk about, um, um, I guess there's no no way to meet, for me to make this um, eloquent, so I'm just going to say it the, way I, the best way I know how. Uh, Kobe Bryant um, died in a helicopter crash, and um, it impacted the city, uh, which um, didn't surprise me, but it felt real when everybody and everyone, like, everyone just kind of, like, hit, hit E. You know what I'm saying? Let me just start how I, I said. In the, uh, my, I'm going to open my, 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 little, my little soliloquy, one-minute soliloquy on um, where I was when it happened. I'm at Vaughn's. Right, mm. I'm shopping at Vaughn's, and um, girl at the register, she's like, "Kobe died," <laughs> and I'm thinking, "Well, Kobe beef, what? Uh, you know, something, I don't know, right?" <laughs> so, and I'm like, "Kobe Bryant," mm. and she's like, "Yes." I said, "Kobe Bryant died," mm. and I turned around, and the guy on line behind me, and the guy behind him are like, <laughs> "Yep." And then I look across, like all the registers are lined up, and all all the people, all the, the cashiers are next to each other. They're like. Yeah. And I said, what the fuck? Yeah. And then you get home and you, you turn on Sports Network, local. Oh, it's blown up. And I'm like, all right, cool. I, I, I go to Tennis Channel yeah. and it blew up. I go to um, the, uh, the the Pro Bowl, which nobody nobody's watching these days, yeah. and blew up. So um, where were you when you got the news? Uh, there was a beach volleyball tournament that day in uh, Huntington Beach, so... I actually had uh, ref the first game, and then uh, we were on the second game. And right before the match started, uh, uh, Miranda was actually saying that Kobe Bryant died. But um, we actually all thought it was like you know the Onion or like one of those you know you know play around websites. But um, you know by the middle of the game, we you know everybody's kind of talking to everybody, and it was just it was crazy to me because she found it like 13 minutes after all like the news places put it up so like we it was just like the whole day and and that day felt like it went forever like i honestly felt like uh like today that it's been a week since he's passed away it's it's crazy how time is just like completely slow yeah and, and i was saying this to one of my buddies like i've i haven't felt this way since and, and i'm not trying to trivialize either or but it's 9 11 you yeah. know when we were there and you know, I the people in my high school, maybe not my friends, but I knew you could feel like their fathers passed away because their fathers had to go as firefighters. They didn't know like there's the difference between putting out a fire. Like you know, if, if your father passed away in a forest fire, you're not expecting that to happen. No. You just expect them to fight the fire and you know come back. But it was like so sudden and onset, and it's like, you, what do you what do you say? You know, how do you you're not expecting Kobe Bryant to pass away. You're expecting him to you know you know, get hurt or, you know, be sick, you know, but never like instantaneous pass away. Like he's $700 million man. You know, how do you, what helicopter was that? You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of questions I have about that. Um, yeah, that's just yeah. the hardest I've ever been hit with something outside of my own family. It's a very, very good, and in fact, a, a very brave comparison um, uh, for 9-11. And I agree with your compar comparison in the sense that you felt like you got hit between the eyes. Mm. Like, what was that? And then you go into this surreal state, like almost yeah. this zombie mode where all your regular functions are normal. <laughs> like, you open, you could still open a door and walk on two legs like a mammal, right? Mm -hmm. um, but... You feel you feel like it's not happening. You feel like everything around you is not real. Like, you know, Miranda's here, but but it's not real. I'm feeling that way right now, just talking about it. That's what I'm saying. You know, you're here right now, but it don't feel real. Hmm. It, it's it's this sense of surrealism where you're just like, holy fucking shit. 
Kobe. And like you said, he's Superman. And, he's um, invincible. And all of the talk shows, I'm, I'm going to echo most of the talk shows where they said that um, it really thinks, makes you think about your mortality. Mm. Like Kobe, Kobe, like Shannon, I heard Shannon Sharp say, Kobe can't die. Yeah. You know, he's Kobe Bryant. You exactly. know, he's, he's someone that's less than a god, but more than a man. Mm. Um, and of course, we can get into what, what kind of person he was. Um, in a few moments um, and how much he impacted people on um, um, I'll start on the global scale like mm. we were talking about like he spent a lot of time in Italy mm. because his father played professional played basketball professional basketball and that's when he got his first taste and then he came back and drafted out of high school and you know did his it's just crazy man like I would say this all the time is he was the very first superstar because at the time he got drafted it was like that's when uh all the cameras and everything was trying to find out about all and he was in LA so that was the the guy um, right. even Michael Jordan like he was in Chicago but Chicago is like not as bustling as LA or New York you know what I mean and then um, he just I don't know like man, he just blossomed and uh, it's crazy to see for me the, the biggest thing is his peers you know like his peers who he had to beat night in and night out you know, respected him so much uh, when they when they fought against each other, but also when they they had uh, you know a little bit of word talk. Like it's never friendly on the on the court, but out, outside the court, it's beautiful. You know, it's it's you know they just do great things together. They do great things for the community, and that shows all over. Kobe had an international brand. He was in China. You know, he was big in China, huge. He. I, I don't know if I know this correctly, but I'm pretty sure he did like t like tours over there, like basketball tours over there, shoe tours over there. Um, yeah, he tried to really um, globalize his 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 not only his brand, but what his brand was about was uh, Mamba mentality. Right. You know, like, and yeah. that crazy. Like, somebody's talking to me today. Like, it's it's crazy the stuff that you forget uh, or, or the things that uh, he gives, and then. You know he passes away, and you have to start going back and be like, "What was he? What was he about all the time?" Like, mama mentality, of course, is something that I wanted to, you know, that I wanted to. How do I say that? I wanted to like, uh, I wanted to make it a part of me too, you know. But uh, there's so much to that, you yeah. know, the mama mentality, uh, just the way that he took his sport. You know, I think there's so much more that he just did for himself even that mm -hmm. propelled other people to go that for it you know that much further it's like if you have a great person next to you yeah they're going to make you greater because you mm -hmm. can you know you can just be a supporting character or you can make them better and they can make you better and it could just be a climb up to the top so yeah it was he always um um was trying to do one better like if you came home wow i got a 3.5 i remember shannon said i got a 3.5 uh, gpa he's like how come you get a 4.0 what what do you have to do to take you get a four oh? Once you get the four oh, like what do you have to do to keep the four oh every semester? So it's it was one of those things where he was always um I won't say next man up, uh next level up. Just mm -hmm. always, always, always in testing your limitations. And um the other comparison I have um the other comparison I have is um like if if Derek at first, I was thinking like, what? What if the Yankees like Derek Jeter? What if he died in a plane crash? And there yeah. was there was a similar Yankee in 1979, Thurman Munson. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a long time Yankee fan. Thurman Munson died in a plane crash, and all of New York was just hit, you know, just just right in the gut from mm -hmm. it. And and it was because his heart and his hustle, and and the the blue collar, the workman like mentality is right. what. New York sports fans are all about right you know like you look at the Knicks of the 90s you look at the Yankees of the 90s because if those weren't uh, um, high-paid players that that, they were, that were bought those were farm right. system players right. so so um, people forget that right Judo yeah, is already the way it should know. be um, and it's minuscule compared to Kobe because one he didn't have the numbers and two because he didn't have the numbers it was only it only affected people on a local scale and and baseball as a singular sport Right. Uh, and not and not necessarily people outside of the sport. Right. Um, Derek Jeter, almost the same thing. Uh, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, he got every vote except one. We want and we want to know. We want to know the one jackass um, um, who who thought differently. I, I want his name and I want his credentials. Well, well I um, think it isn't the vote that uh, 
you know, it, it, he might have not picked him with all the other people that were on the ballot. So it's not necessarily doesn't like Derek, but he didn't put mm-hmm. him as high enough on his list of. Mm-hmm. But I, I do agree. Like he should easily be a unanimous. But yeah. I, when D, when Jeter left, he. Yeah. Sorry, but yeah. Uh, Kobe. No, but but I think the point I was trying to make is these are all good examples, but the the buck stops uh, mm-hmm. as far as them uh, making it a big example is concerned. When you think of how. Uh, Miranda was we were right Miranda um, we were you, you chime in on this you were just talking about um, soccer players right um, yeah soccer some tennis players there's a bunch of different sports where people are trying to show their sport yeah Kyrgios Kier, Kier, um, yeah Australian player played in the doll last night warmed up with the Lakers jersey Kobe <laughs> uh, Bryant jersey crazy yeah Neymar was on uh, social media mm-hmm. uh, during his game showing respect as I'm saying like he was just a global character yeah. um <clears throat> And he happened to be in our country and happened to play basketball. Um, you know, I just think he's a great person, too. I mean, it is not easier, but he, he dedicated himself to a singular path, you know? Like, you don't make a lot of friends necessarily, let's say, on that path. Um, and But he did, you know? You don't you don't inspire people on that path, but he did, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, 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 he's a great, great person. It's really difficult to... Like you're saying, I I feel like I'm walking on air because I don't want to accept the reality that he passed, right? Yeah. So, do you have any? Um, what was the tweet? You have the tweet from um LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, I think I just want I just want us to check it out. Now, look, we can go. This is only an hour show, so we 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 can't. You know, unless we have like a news feed on the bottom, which (laughs) maybe as I I become more advanced, you know, I'll do that. Um, but let's yeah, let's let's do that. What does it say? It says, I'm not ready, but here I go. Man, I sit here trying to write uh, um, write something for this post every time I try to, and I begin crying again just thinking about you and your, and your, your um, niece Gigi and your friendship and the bond and the brotherhood we, we had. I literally just heard your voice Sunday morning before I left to Philly back in, in L.A. All right. And it goes on. I'm heartbroken. What, what, the, what the fuck? Devastated my brother. Yeah, and it goes on and on. Hmm. Um, cool, man. Yeah, it's... Yeah, uh, just make sure... Sorry, make sure that says record. Okay. All right, good. Did... Oh, and did we start that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, my... Oh, God. And by the way, and I cleared the file, too, so... <laughs> yeah, so... And so, LeBron, I, I chose his because it... He echoes the sentiment of us who don't who've never met Kobe in our lives right. but but at the same time you don't have to know someone for for them to inspire you and for them to touch you touch you I mean we can go to biblical uh, figures we can go to old older artists or, or, or war heroes people that are not even alive that weren't even alive when we were born right but we still feel that we still take that journey with them we still take the ups and downs and Kobe right is that Kobe's that guy hmm. yeah that's yeah just by it's like the the peers because those are the people that you know you you have to battle against you know like ah oh, like yeah he's good but no I gotta beat him so he's not that good you know what I mean hmm. and they all I mean obviously they've been around each other for so many years I'm sure they think they're brothers with each other you know yeah. but um yeah, it's just, and then LeBron, you know, they battled for a long time, you know, at the end of Kobe's career, in the middle of, of LeBron's career, you know, they battled each other. Um, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. it's just basketball, man. Like, I, I wish I would have seen him on the big three, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I wish I would have seen him uh, coach. <laughs> Kobe, <laughs> that, yeah. You know, yeah. that's. Look, he, well, he was, he was doing an AAU um, with his daughter, right. which, which is, I understand that's where they were on their way. Right, uh, a helicopter ride that they must have taken scores of times. To Mamba Sports Academy, I heard. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So he went sports academy to Mamba Sports well, Academy. Yeah, because he was invested in the, the Mamba Sports Academy, which is they have beach volleyball yeah. teams, they have uh, basketball, they have yeah, Casey yeah, Patterson, a whole yeah. bunch of sports. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it's just it's, oof, it's a lot of effect that he had. So naturally, that effect will have an effect on you know the people he affected it's yeah. just 
just, I mean, yeah. words aren't enough, right? Yeah. We, we, again, well, yeah. we can, this can be the whole hour, which, which <laughs> right. we, we wouldn't be wrong for that either. Um, right. um, which brings, I guess, brings me to my other thing. Um, they, they um, were supposed to, Lakers were supposed to play the Clippers tonight. And I just, mm-hmm. um, people are, I, I guess people were saying Kawhi, Kawhi um, uh, became acquainted and became close to Kobe as well. Um, and he's a little bit of an introvert, so you're not going to see him blowing up the internet over this. <laughs> um, look at Greg Faulkner. I remember playing against his other daughter when she played for Prime mm-hmm. and Mamba Sports Academy. And she's been to a few volleyball tournaments. Okay. Yeah, so game was um postponed tonight. Yeah. What do you think? Yes or no? Absolutely. I mean, that's just there's too much. I feel like and this is what again, the last time I remember a game being canceled was for 9/11. 9/11. Um and it's just when you're not in the right emotional and mental state, like you could injure yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you can not it, it could just not be good basketball. You know, let's just let life happen right now. And we can postpone. You can't postpone Kobe's death. Do you know what I mean? But you can postpone the game. So I absolutely think it was the right thing to do. There were other games that didn't get postponed, you know, like right after he passed away. You know, there was a single game postponed. I think that was the right game to postpone. Okay. But, um, yeah. You know, it well, there were games happening at that exactly, time. Yeah. Exactly. And it's not so. It's not like you know everything shuts down. It's just there's respect where both LA teams. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's not like somebody's coming in. And even still, it should have been canceled. But uh, it's just the Lakers. That was. It's still Kobe's team. Like LeBron's right. there. AD's there. Maybe one day it'll be AD's team. But LeBron, even in the next five years, even if he wins four championships, hmm. it will not be his team ever. No. It'll be Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's or Shaq's or Kobe's, but no, I'm sorry. They well, got that, there. that's the Lakers for you. Listen, LeBron, when it's all said and done, could be on the Mount Rushmore for basketball totally. and not on the Mount Rushmore for the <laughs> Lakers. Lakers. <laughs> that's the truth. That's the truth. That's Listen, the truth. you can make an argument for all uh, uh, five of uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Who's always forgotten in these goat conversations? Yes, that's what I'm uh, um, um, Magic Johnson, just just a a slew of great players, mm-hmm. man, just um, amazing. So, so this is where de- uh, sports debate takes place. I think they should have played the game um, because, as a common denominator, if they asked themselves what would Kobe want, mm-hmm. Kobe would want the game to be played. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's one of these things where the mom was like, um, "Is she silent?" Maybe I agree with you. Maybe you just postpone. But if she if she's one of those big people that say like my husband, this is what my husband want, you do it. Nine eleven. Do you remember all the football games were postponed? That happened on Tuesday, and all the Sunday games were postponed. Right. And the only sporting event I thought that was happening was a sports entertainment event. That was WWE. Hmm. They decided um, that it was a good distraction. It was one of those things where like Vince McMahon was like, we could sit home. And be and worry and be scared and be sad and just keep watching the news, or we can just get out and then get back. You know, in fact, I think that whole remember that whole 2000 run with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Well, it was nine eleven inspired. Yeah, that's what I'm that saying. Was, yeah. That was that was the Jeter throw. Right. That year, if people remember Jeter um, playing out of position, mm-hmm. they're down two games to zero. It was three out of five against Oakland, mm-hmm. and and he's rounding third. And Jeter, who had no business even being in that spot, just and caught the ball on the relay. Though flipped, dude. yeah, <laughs> backhand flip, like not even a, a, a set technical throw because that's his thing. Yeah. He's super technical. Yeah, but he went out of the way to mm-hmm. get the ball. The ball was his cutoff should have been on the third baseline. He went mm-hmm. all the way. He was there on the first baseline. He right. wasn't at the third baseline getting to. The, he was at the first baseline and then going to get the ball. Got it. Backflipped. Got him at the at the home plate. Good grief! Oh God my dang. goodness! God dang! All right, so we we just got a Derek Jeter moment, and at the, and at <laughs> yeah, the risk right. of not cheapening this thing about Kobe, <laughs> what's your what's the first thing you come oh. to your mind for a Kobe moment? Kobe moment, man. Oof! I mean, the sixty. And Miranda, you're gonna get in on this too, okay? okay. Mm-hmm. The sixty at the Garden because I actually watched that on TV because I was in New York, so it was like. Did he do that in three quarters? Oh no! He I no. I think that, it was. Oh, gosh. I, 
But he came, man. He was like, this is I think, it was, I think they took him out early fourth or like okay. mid fourth. Yeah, I definitely, because I, I, I remember that and I was like, yeah, he could have had like 70. He could have. I'm like, this dude trying to go for 80 again? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Miranda, uh, any good Kobe moments? Um, I would just say it's just the experience of watching him play and growing up, seeing him and Shaq together. Yeah. And it was just. Mm. It's just a family bonding thing, and it was probably the most I've ever known about basketball is when I was like 10 or 11, mm-hmm. and just seeing him dominate the court. Yeah. And just the evolution of him yeah. just as a basketball player and how he's evolved into mama mentality and <laughs> just kind of... I have a... Everywhere. Dude, I have a slew of um, Kobe moments, but... I consolidated to the first one that comes to my mind. Mm. The 60 he dropped the last game mm. against ah, the Utah yeah, Jazz. That was crazy. I mean, it's his last game, and he's already saying he's retiring. So right. the best the, the best thing an elite athlete can do is say, is not retire, not surprise everybody after the season's over, but say it in the beginning of the season. This is my last year. Right. So it's a good time to take pictures, you know, get tickets. This, you know what I'm saying? Because if you retire at the end, it's like, oh, fuck, I wish I saw this guy. So mm. so Jeter did it right. Uh, Mariano Rivera did it right. And Kobe did it right. Mm. So that I'll bring you to that last game where he's there and it's L.A., mm. Shaq's there, Jack Nicholson's there, you know, the the usual. It's like a normal night because Miranda was alluding like like he could put up thirty or put up thirteen, but it's a yeah, normal night. Just watch just point. watching the ebbs and flows of his his athleticism look right. like look like it was all the time. So he just started airborne uh, air, airballing a bunch of stuff, missing here and bricking there and and everybody's like, All right and I'm thinking to myself, Good, he got in the beginning. People with some last-minute pictures. Let's bench him. Have him take some pics of the sideline. You know, before I have time with Shaq. Have him talk to some of the fans. Let the Lakers finish it out. And then um, he finally, after jacking up threes and, and missing shots, finally hit a three. And everybody's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh exhale, finally. Oh, let's get him out now. And then, boom, he hits another one. And then, you know, fakes one, comes in. You know that freaking double move. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, lays it up. And then, and now... For a second half, the motherfucker can't miss. And you're thinking, oh, cool. He's going to, you know, he's going to hit 30. Mm. And and he goes out on his sword because the Jazz are still going to win this game. The Jazz are trying to get into the playoffs. Uh, um, and then, boom, it's 35. It's 41. Mm. Right? And, and I'm like, tell me this motherfucker is going to get to 50. Because <laughs> Shaq said, you, you, you know, dude, your last game, you got to score 50 points. Mm. And he's never was like, ha, ha, ha. Guess at 50, 55, boom, some free throws, boom, 60. Mic drop, Mamba out. Didn't drop it, you know what I mean? Because maybe he sang karaoke and then, uh, you know, then they don't play that shit, but he put the mic down, but that was Mamba out. That's how, this is the game I want everybody to remember. I was injured, I was up, I was down, my games deteriorated a little bit, I found ways to reinvent myself to still win games, and what I want people to remember is I, I play to the end, I play to the last shot, I do not take plays off, I am the fucking Black Mamba, and that's the member of the, and I'm, I have recency bias, because I, 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 I DVR'd it and I, I didn't erase it, <laughs> I still have it, uh, um, so I'm still a prisoner of the moment, but that's my, um, that's my Kobe Bryant moment. That's my Kobe Bryant moment. That's definitely a good one. Yeah, man. I forgot, about that. I forgot about that too. I mean, I, that was the last. That was like the the time where, like, I was like, damn, he like sucked everyone in because every it was like, oh, turn it on, Kobe's hitting like shots, yeah, 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 and then like, damn, he's like every single shot from the back right, you know, from the from the from the top right of the three point line. It was just like, whoop, whoop, whoop. holy you know? shit, dude. It's just crazy. Oh my god, hold up. I'm gonna fix your shot. Mm. Raise raise you up. Yeah, raise me up. We got a little, <laughs> we got Alexa Strange in this picture, but um Alexa Strange has um some kind of audition or whatever and this and that. So she had to bail. Oh no. So she she gonna owe us one because I went through a lot of shit for some shit <laughs> to make this happen, you know? And trying to go out like Fallon. Um so yeah, I, yeah, I said it. Um, so um, yeah, shit. Sports debate. <laughs> where, where were we? Um, so because this is a one-hour show and we 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 spent a good chunk, and I know Miranda's got people to do and, and places to see. Um, or 
I think I got that in backwards, <laughs> but um, trust me. She got you got a football question for us. Yeah, what do you guys think for the Super Bowl? Who do you think is gonna win? Aha. Uh, I mean, oh, this is unrehearsed, Rob. We don't know. know. San Francisco, <laughs> man, can't deny, can't deny it. I mean, cannot deny it. I just, I think the best way, especially a young quarterback, Pat Mahomes awesome player right now i mean they finally gave him some rest um i just think a run game and a strong defensive front is gonna flush him out of the pocket too many times that's what i that's just my prediction i just i think it's gonna be i don't know 35 28 or 35 24 uh, san francisco san francisco okay. yeah i just i think jimmy g has never been tested you know, mm. and I think that I mean he's he's had under twenty or twenty or twenty five uh, actual throws because they run so much. So yeah. even if they don't run the ball, he's now like ooh, like I haven't done anything. You know, mm. I, I this is my time to shine. You know, and and mm. they've been literally like, like just ushering him along, ushering him along, and it, like this is exactly what Kirk Cousins needed. You know, mm. like you don't like. You don't need a quarterback to drive you there. You need a quarterback to win in those moments. Third down, red zone, control the clock, two minutes. If you have that guy, Peyton Manning, if you yeah. have that guy, it doesn't like you you can build a team around and then you don't need to pay them that much. I agree. You know. I agree. So, All right. San Francisco. So you pick San Francisco and that's a pretty good score. Okay, for me, I want to talk about a guy named Patrick. Mm-mm. Mahomes, all right, Patrick Mahomes, my little mixed breed, look like uh, older kid in play without the hot, the hot top fade. All right, this dude comes into the league second year, I think wins MVP, and he they 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 are a snap a defensive snap away from actually getting to the Super Bowl last year, mm-hmm. and it was something that they were determined to fix where they started. You got Andy Reid, you got this class act of a coach, knew he's gonna be back, he, and he always. Um, Gets maxes out uh, quarterback potential. Uh, what he did with Donovan McNabb yeah. um, and the work that he's done with Alex Smith, <laughs> um, you, you know what I'm saying, uh, and all of those things. And their weapons. You got a guy that runs like a four three at the forty, the running back, and he broke one the score. And that wasn't the story. When he broke one, the guy who caught up to him was Tariq Hill. Tariq Hill, his his wide receiver, caught up with him to celebrate. I thought. I thought. I thought one of the defensive players like street mugged him and took the jersey and tried to run and tackle him. Because I can't believe that this guy was fast enough to separate from everybody else, but not fast enough to lose his, his own wide receiver, which makes you think, how fast is hell? Too fast. Man. All right. Love me some homeboy. Love me some Patrick Mahomes. Love the coaching. Love love that they, if it's a shootout, you, 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 you if they make it a shootout, that, that's not going to be good news for anybody. Mm-mm. With that being said... <laughs> How about that defense? I got to pick San Francisco. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I got to pick San Francisco. Mm. Listen, everyone talks about, oh, Jimmy G, he's untested, he's this and that or whatever. I have two things to say about that. One, and this is very important. One, if you have the choice to run 40 times knowing that you're going to win by two touchdowns, I don't give a fuck if you have Aaron Rodgers. Right. Okay? I don't give a fuck if you have Dan Marino or re- reincarnated. Um Two great picks, by the way, because neither yes. of them have Super Bowls. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, why? Because they ain't want to run. <laughs> you know what? Aaron Rodgers got one. He got a Super Bowl. Oh, uh, they beat Pittsburgh. Oh, um, beat Big Ben. Um, came in as a six seed, too. So. But listen, hey, oh. I, I mean, come on. You, you beat oh. fucking Jay Cutler was on the exercise bike, mm-hmm. and, they, and they, they beat Caleb Haney or something like that to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so, so I, I guess I just I don't, don't even, think, I don't even yeah. classify it as a win. But, but. Any, yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, I... Take exception to people that say Garoppolo has not been tested. When Garoppolo has to, um, Jimmy G, when when he has to throw, he will. And I will take you back no further than week 13 when they played, or week 14 when they played the Saints. Mm. That was 48 to 47. Garoppolo lit up the fucking scoreboard. Mm -hmm. So when that dude has to throw, he will. And why though? Because yes. he's not. Ha- he doesn't. And that was against Drew Brees. And that was against Drew Brees. But how many? And Drew Brees has a a, a, a plethora of running backs back there. How many yeah. times he throwing the ball over a game? A lot. And how how old is he? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He it's like be. you can't do that. That's about coaching, then, That's right? A, yeah, yeah, it is. And yeah. it's just like you because 
you gotta remember, and it's, it's really sad with the Saints. The whole, the whole, um, when they had when uh, what's this coach's name? I can't even remember the name now. But he got suspended for the year because of that whole controversy with the, uh, with the um, oh the baseball player, thing? hitting yeah. players. Beltran. No, 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 no. Uh, the Saints. Oh, uh, uh, um, the, Sean Payton. The, yeah, Sean Payton. He, got, yeah, he got he for the got whole Greg Williams pay for hit or whatever. But since that. Peyton and and Breeze have never really clicked for, in in my eyes. I think this season, last yeah. season, they kind of like started to bring it back, but they're aged a little bit. Everybody knows what they're doing. They finally got a Kamara and a and a um, mm. uh, and a running back behind, but they lost Ingram, so now they don't really have a run game. It's like listen, these these this breed of quarterbacks, this age of that generation of quarterback, not willing to give up their spot without a fight, mm-hmm. is for a whole nother sports debate. We're gonna do that shit next week because okay. you got Brady. The grapple wound up in San Francisco because Brady didn't want to give up the goods. All right. All right. Bill Belichick. It was rumored, and I think it's all true that he, Garoppolo was his guy. And then I between mean, Kraft and Brady, you know, um, yeah. So, but but that was my uh, my first point was no one should apologize for having a good running game. If you can run five straight times and you can keep their offense off the field and score, which you're going to need to do against Kansas City, you mm-hmm. want Mahomes drinking mm-hmm. Gatorade on the exactly. bench. Exactly. Um, and. Sometimes there are some games, Jimmy G, turnover-wise, he, he can be the gift that keeps on giving. So yeah. so so if you don't know if he's going to have that game he had against Drew Brees, mm-hmm. don't need to ask the question if you're running backs or, 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 if, or whatever. So if they, when they, run it down Kansas City's throat, and I think it's going to be 24-16. I think, mm-hmm. I think Mahomes gets a couple of field goals and a, and a, and a, and a touchdown. And... Um, and the, and I think the time of possession is going to be like, let's call it thirty nine to twenty one. Mm. I think it's going to be like that. I mm. think time of possession is going to be a grind. I think it's going to be uh, something like what the New York Giants. Yeah. You remember what the New York Giants did with the Buffalo Bills? That first one. It was time of possession was forty one to to nineteen. Yeah. You know? uh, and it's like the game oh, how, can still I'll go be better. How about the Patriots and Giants? Right. That, fir- that right. first possession was like nine minutes, dude. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like. Yeah. And that's what I was going to mention is like the, the Giants did it to the Patriots. Uh, yeah. It's just the run game is the equalizer in the league. You know, just like a defensive line can, can you know, compete against that. Yeah. Uh, if you have the run game, it's like in, you know, any sport. The, the offense is always going to be able to beat the defense. It's just who does it better. Right. You know what I mean? Like, is your defense a little tight? Cool. But if you still make your shot, like, it's what it is. It's a goal. It's a It's a score. It's a... Touchdown. So whatever it has to be, like your offense will always be able to beat the defense. I agree. So that's why I'm looking. I don't really look at like Kansas City going to beat San Francisco. I'm Mm. asking, is San Francisco's defense going to beat Kansas City's offense? I don't know. It's a wash. Is San Francisco's offense going to beat Kansas City's defense? I think it's going to be a whooping. Yeah. Well, I will say this. If they go prevent defense, Mm -hmm. like um, I thought Vrabel. Uh, from the Tennessee Titans made a huge mistake with that. He yeah, he had he had good pressure from the front four, mm-hmm. um, a la New York Giants, um, and that was um, uh, throwing off the timing of the quarterback because you got four people getting there before uh, a, a route can assimilate. Right. You know, and I don't think I think they're going to have plenty of pressure from the front four, and I think they're going to have a fifth guy that's just going to stay stay inspired out. Maybe um, uh, maybe Bosa pulls off. Uh, maybe pulls pulls off and, and whatever, because uh, he's got speed, he's got lateral movement, and he and he and he clogs lanes. Because Mahomes, you know, he, I mean, he's not the fastest quarterback, but he has quickness and he does get loose. And he did score last time, uh, if you remember. Um, yeah, so I pick San Francisco, man. I gotta yeah. go with San Francisco. I, you know, I said, I'm, I, but I had to say a, a bunch of nice things about Kansas City to. getting back to the Super Bowl. Well, because I'm not trying to be wrong and trying yeah. to get Patrick Mahomes all heated up, because. I just think the reason why they're going to lose because running game is going to de- depict the game, the, the how things are going to roll, and they're a team who is excitable. You know what I mean? So yeah. if they score a first touchdown, they might score three. You know, but if you score three on them and put them into the doghouse, 21, 28, nothing, they're going to come back and start scoring, and you can't match with them. Nope. You know, so it's like don't poke the bear. Run the ball on them. Keep them on the bench. Get them frustrated. That's how you win. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so. and, and – and the cool thing is the unofficial the, the how about the assistant coach in the shadows? How about Kyle Shanahan's dad? 
Yeah. He that's listen. He got the best job in the world because he ain't got to worry about recruiting. Yep. He ain't got to worry about cutting people. All he got to do is sit in the video room and sit give his son a game box. plan. Yep. Oh my god! Yeah. And get some of that free work, boy, you know. <laughs> from Daddy, because well, uh, <laughs> two-time Super Bowl champion with the Denver Broncos. If I'm not, was he an offensive or a def- like a defensive-minded head oh, coach? Kyle Shanahan was an offensive uh, guy. No, not Kyle. Uh, his dad. I don't know, but he was a. Um, I thought he was a. I thought he was an, a defensive minded. That's yeah. why I'm saying it probably works for him because mm-hmm. I know Kyle is a definitely a offensive minded yeah. guy. I think Mike is too because if you look at how they won those Super Bowls with John Elway, mm. it was ground and pound with Terrell. Da- right, it was ground and pound with yeah, Terrell Davis. But that's and, what I'm and saying. You and, uh, they only asked Elway to make a play or two when they needed it. But that's what I mean. I feel like that's and that's a defensive coach. A little easier, yeah. That's what that's I mean. a Rex like, Ryan type yeah. thing. Because then I think about the defense, and I'm not trying to take away anything from the Denver defense, but it seems like maybe they were working with a little bit less, and they did a lot more. Right. You know what I mean? Like kind of like a Belichick, a Belichick, where no. you know you're doing a lot with not really the names, and then they become names because you made them good. You know? No, of course. System, so. No, of course. Um, <clears throat> so actually, let me just turn down microphone three. Right, because mm-hmm. we good. We only know no no echo. If there's no one there. Um, before we touch on our my my favorite subject at the end, let's talk um, Eli Manning. Mm. Eli Manning had a, a little retirement thing on Friday, and nice little little get uh, going away gift. And already people are debating over whether he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame or not. So, mm. Rob McLean. Mm. Hi, Jason DeBeas, to you. Rob, <laughs> keep him McLean, McLean. Does Eli Manning deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Uh, not first ballot, not second ballot. I think he gets in because of his, just like the stable environment he created in a very chaotic market, right? And then won two Super Bowls and then beat... Not only the 16-0 Patriots, I just think there's a lot behind what he did in his career to trivialize it. And that's what I was saying before about Derek Jeter is when he retired, there was people saying, well, he's not that great. Well, he wasn't that great. He was kind of just mediocre yeah. most of the time. Man, watch him out. Are you kidding watch me? Him, watch him. Watch. Man, I'll throw hot tea on him. If anybody hits over 300 for your career and you play 10-plus seasons, you are automatically in the Hall of Fame. Yeah automatically if yep. you hit for 3,000 hits in your career I don't care how long your career is you're automatically in the Hall of Fame yeah doesn't matter now first pilot uh, unanimous whatever but that's just what it is yeah um, yeah um, yeah I'll, not to mention hit like 400 in the playoffs so. yeah I can't. Um, yeah, yeah but this so Eli's second or first yeah. all right he, he he's getting in but he's not I just don't think that he's gonna go yeah. he's gonna like squeak in you know what I mean right. All right, here's, here's what I think. Mm. Rob McLean, mm. it's like this. From a New York perspective, I'm going to start from the bottom. I'm going to work all the way to the top of the Hall of Fame. From a, As a New York, a Buffalo Bills fan, but a Giants supporter and a Jets sympathizer. Those, mm-hmm. those are the ways I, I classify those three. Um, <laughs> if I told you that you would have a quarterback for 14 or 15 years, you would only make the playoffs five times. You'd have a, a bunch of losing seasons. Your quarterback would um, lead the league in interceptions, which we're going to talk about later because that's that's not just a stat that just that deserves a standalone. Yeah, I'll talk about that. But I if I told to you, if I told you all of those things, but in trade, you got two Super Bowl rings. Would you take it? Of course you do. Rhetorical question. Of course you would take it. That's one. So now. Eli is a, is um, we we will call him a New York legend hmm. because of that. Now I'll go to the second part. Will he be in the Giants Ring of Honor? Absolutely, because two two Super Bowl rings are two Super that's Bowl true. rings. And if you look at the quarterbacks that they've had, yeah, there's Phil true. Sims. Yeah, that's there's literally no one. So yeah. you you gotta have a quarterback <laughs> in there. Yeah. Um, now let's go to the Hall of Fame. Hmm. Let's talk. Everyone is quick to talk about why he isn't. He, you, he, oh, he led the league three times in interceptions, but there's another glaring stat people don't talk about. There's this category called dropped passes. Mm. And the, 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 the analytics guys, they have a high standard, meaning if it goes off the tip of your hand, or one hand, it's not a drop pass. Right. 
literally hits you in, in your helmet or between your numbers and you dropped it. He is top five uh, for 11 of his, his seasons of uh, whatever, 16 or whatever. 11 of his seasons, he's top five. And passes dropped. You see Aaron Rodgers throwing people. These guys making these acrobatic catches and this and that. Right. He, he is throwing people right between their numbers. Right. Now, the interceptions. How many do you think the interceptions were off of someone's hands, popped in the air, and gently fell into the arms of the, of the enemy? A lot. Mm-hmm. All right? And there are balls he's trying to throw away. There are balls he takes a chance. And if they're going to judge him on interceptions, then you have to look at the, the one person who's an interception machine that they that they, they had no question about letting the Hall of Fame is. And his name is, say it with me. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Favre an interception Brett. machine. Yeah. All right. Now we're, now that I, 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 I dismissed the negative. How many Super Bowls did he win? Brett Favre won. Yeah. And Desmond Desmond Howard was the MVP. Yeah. Fucking special teams guy, okay? Come on. I would but, love no, to but know he, his. He was, no, but he was the MVP uh, uh, three years in a row. Uh, the league MVP three years yeah, in a row. So can. you knew he was going to get in. Yeah. But when he throws an interception, he's a cowboy one. Eli throws it. He's careless. So, so I'm, 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 I, I'm, we, you and me are not going to sit here. As new native New Yorkers, we ain't going to sit here and listen to the bullshit. All right, yeah. the double standard. Now, let's talk about the positive. Mm. His first Super Bowl run. Loses the opening game to the Cowboys. Loses the second game to Green Bay. Loses the last game of the season to the 16 and 0 Patriots. And you know what? The, and Eli, he didn't give up the goods. They were already in the playoffs, and and the Patriots were already the number one seed. He fucking played that game like it was a Super Bowl. He put up 35 points on the Patriots, which was the most I think anyone put up. Mm-hmm. Playoffs. Um, don't remember the first round. I think it was Tampa Bay. I think it was Jeff Garcia beat him. Mm-hmm. Beat Dallas in Big D. 13 and three Dallas team in Big D. Beat Brett Favre in the ice cold tundra. Did you see Tom Ooh. Coughlin's face? I was in Wisconsin His, when he it looked happened. like a beat. I oh, hear you. He looked like a yo. I thought his face the just nose. gonna explode. I still think he's red from that. I still think he's red from that. And how spots. about <laughs> Eli the Plaxico? Eli put up some numbers in that game. Mm. He was a fucking savage. Yeah. And then all of that, and we didn't even talk about the Super Bowl against the eighteen and zero Patriots. Yeah, right. When he needed to make throws, and when when it was time to make throws, and when you're under duress, and when it looked like everything was going bad, and they looked to you, your fucking leader, to make a move, he did it. He mm-hmm. dodged a sack. Everybody's like, oh, there should have been a sack. No, he got out. Yeah. He got out. He threw a ball, and he hit a guy on the fucking helmet. Yeah. And he went to a guy that, in practice, I understand, has dropped uh, the pass every single time they ran that fucking play. I'm sure he has. And everyone talks about, oh, that play, that play. That play didn't win win it for right. him. The play, You know what won it for him? Two plays later, he threw right. to Plaxico Burris, who didn't have anyone within 10 yards of him. Right. That ball was in the air so long, I was like... Just come down. Just, and I've just literally, come down. they run that play every single red zone. Right. Just hiding out to Plaxico. Yeah. Like, come so, on. Double so was him he, up. So was he behind a good defense when he won a Super Bowl? Yes. But who, did totally. the defense win Super Bowl MVP? Right. No. He did. Right. Now it takes, let's, let's take it to the second one. Hmm. Playoffs. Goes against Matt Ryan, Atlanta Falcons. They only, um, he puts up 26. And I think um, the only, Point they they got a, a safety. It was twenty six two or something like mm-hmm. that. Goes against Aaron Rodgers, who is touted by many of these experts as, as the greatest thrower in the history of the game, which we can argue about later. But let's just assume they're right. They, they were fifteen and one. They were fifteen and one that season. You got we going back to Lambeau Field with a younger version of Brett Favre that doesn't throw interceptions. <laughs> And you fucking light them up. Mm-hmm. Then you go against the San Francisco 49ers that was like coach of the year, the best defense of the year. It's Alex Smith, but you know what? They made it to the NFC Championship game because they don't beat. You beat a team that doesn't beat themselves. Right. Go back to the Super Bowl. You face the greatest quarterback in the history of the game, Tom Brady. Do it to him again. They give you Super Bowl MVP again. Now, if he's not first ballot Hall of Fame, I ain't going to cry. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that one. Mm-hmm. If he's not second ballot Hall of Fame, okay. But if he is first ballot Hall of Fame, oh, he's gonna get. I'm not gonna cry, Bob. I'm not gonna cry about that either. I'm not gonna cry about that either. Ain't gonna be no tears. Like a boy got in. What? The, I, I mean, yeah. does he deserve to be like you said, second or third? Mm. Um, but if he gets in first, I don't think anyone got screwed here, right? Because uh, and, uh, if 
people have to be unbiased as far as a whole body of work, you know? Exactly. Um, and some people, like, if you don't know if he should or shouldn't, then he shouldn't. And I like that standard, too, because the Hall of Fame is supposed to be the best of the best of the best. Totally. Get that. It's two-time two Super Bowl MVP. Who else has won the Super Bowl MVP twice? Right. Who? None, uh, uh, Bart Starr. And, the first two. And I have to say, like, uh, um, the, the, the time, Tom Brady? Yeah. Like, that's e- it. even his bad stuff, the time, like, he played bad on bad teams, right? Mm-hmm. He, he, like, the Giants were, like, just good enough to be playoffs, and then they, like, they, they just did good things in the playoffs. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But they weren't, like, a, a wow, like, this team is talented. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, when they were, like, six and 10 and didn't make the playoffs, it was because they, like, sucked. <laughs> they the only thing that was good about the Giants was that they had a good offensive line, which yep. was which was taped they did, together. They did prevent. They barely yeah. had it. Like they were always getting hurt, but they had a good like five to seven guys. Look, you had a guy on the offensive line that was playing as if his father was the coach. Right. And so guess what? He kind of his father was the coach. <laughs> that was his son-in-law. Exactly. So it's like, <laughs> so, uh, but they had a they had great lines and they had like decent defense in the back in the secondary. But man, they just. They were just a team. They were yeah. a team. They were a good team. All right. So hey, let's last last question. We gotta wrap it up because Miranda got things to do. Oh my God, she's yeah. sweating bullets right now. Um, yeah. Actually, if you want, I, I could speed it up and I'll, I'll introduce the question. Conor McGregor has defeated Cowboys to running forty mm-hmm. seconds. Um, the, um, Conor McGregor is, uh, and we're, we're talking about him because his, um, as far as interesting people are concerned, he, he transcends to people that don't watch the sport. And when I say, because someone took offense, I, I think, um, what's his name, um, Schumerman, Mark Schumerman took offense when I told him, like, volleyball players are not interesting people. And he's like, oh, they're plenty interesting. I'm like, uh, I think I said it the wrong way. I didn't want him to take it the wrong way. When I said they're not interesting people, they don't, their personality doesn't transcend to, pe- to people who don't watch the sport. You know, me, I'm doing this podcast because I'm hoping I can have a meeting of the minds from the indoor and the outdoor and, and some theater performers, you know. Um, so the question is, was did this match tell you more about Connor? Did it tell you more about Cerrone? Um, <clears throat> well, yeah, I think it, the match told me a thousand percent that Connor is training again. You know, he's not just stepping onto the the octagon and trying to face one of the best UFC wrestlers of all time for sure. But I just honestly, Donald Cerrone to me, I, I kind of had to agree a little bit not with the with the exact words but i just don't think that he knows how to show up and the in the times where uh in in the times where you get hyped up that that in the times where like ariel hawani showed a video that like he in the press conference he was almost acting as though he was trying to pump himself up like that he was unsure that this is going to be a great fight or that he's going to win the fight. You know, it's almost like he's happy to just be there. And I'm not saying that maybe this is the first time ever, cause this is a Conor McGregor, you know, this is a big thing. Everybody's been talking about this for a long time for some reason. And it's a big pay-per-view main event. He's got points. Huge. He's set for life now. Finally. And yeah. then it's like, man, he just kind of didn't show up. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, 40 seconds, like what is showing up? You know, mm-hmm. did, did Ben Askren not show up because he got knee in the face in five seconds? But, one he, he, difference was no one saw that coming. Well, of course, but no one saw the shoulder shoulder shakes that breaks his nose coming. You know what I mean? They both flew in at each other and punched. That was the very five first five seconds, and then they bodied up. He got a couple of shucks to the shoulder, and and then his world is mixed. Yeah. You know? he threw a head kick to Connor, and Connor's like, "Wait, I could do that too." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right on the money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I think that Connor is just uh, hopefully again starting to train and getting ready for a big rematch against some people that he needs to, to fight again to, to prove himself. Um, I think it was way more about Connor, but I also think that Cerrone, uh, you know, kind of showed why he's not that A list first name called. Right. So I think the match told. I'm going to disagree. I think the match told me more about Connor. It mm. told me more that um, he has more weapons than just his left hand. He um, he's not afraid to be in the clinch. Um, he, uh, it was the first time we saw we saw shoulders because there was someone that 
that uh, as far as grappling is concerned, Nate Diaz is tough in a clinch. Um, he ain't going to do that to Nate Diaz. He ain't going to do that to Khabib Nurmagomedov. He couldn't even do that to uh, Chad Mendez, who, who rolled off the couch with 10 days and had to cut weight uh, to fight him at 145. So it was one of those things where Connor um, head kick, which could have scored a knockout if he, you know, if it were anyone else. Um, Donald Cerrone, uh, they say he has a suspect chin, but I... I think people are, are being disingenuous when they say they didn't see this coming. You have a guy who has a reputation for finishing people early, mm-hmm. going against someone that if he's going to get finished early, it's going to be it's going to be the first round. And so it was already a recipe for me. It was a recipe for disaster anyway. So it didn't tell me about anything about Cerrone, mm-hmm. the big big event that he always comes up short, and he and he comes up short early in the first round. So. Um, so that so that show so for me it showed more about Connor you know but um, I want you to show you this this video stuff Stephen A Smith hitting like gloves because uh, I'm putting them on Front Street because he said that he basically said that he quit and Joe Rogan you know him and Joe Rogan were going back and forth and Joe Rogan's like he didn't quit he got his fucking orbital bone broken and his nose you know he didn't mentally check out he he, he couldn't he just couldn't physically do it so. So it was one of those things where, um, here it is. Oh, beware the dick punch. Rob, oh, Rob, Rob, listen, Rob, Rob, what you know about that dick punch? Listen, listen, okay, I got it figured out. I watched this a bunch of times, and a bunch of MMA guys are like, you got to be shitting me. But I think they all misunderstood this. They misunderstood this. Okay, my camera's over here. Look, this is what's going on, all right? He is training for a triple threat match. Against Henry Cejudo, the 125-pound champion. He's got a punch down. And Francis Ngannou, the heavyweight champion. So he's got a punch up. So he's, he's, he's working on his technique to fight both of these guys at the same time. And there is not a... Show that shit again. Show this jackass again. I, 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 I apologize. He's not a jackass. Stephen A. Smith is my boy, but... Look, but is that not training? Look at that training. Oh, my God. Look at that training. But what is that Cejudo, doing? Ngannou. Ready? Cejudo, Ngannou. Cejudo Ngannou. <laughs> oh my God, Rob! I really hate to cut this short, but your homies gotta go. And, yeah, and, I got work too. And but listen, we're gonna be stuff. more prepared on this, and we're not. We're totally. we're gonna do. We're gonna do it on our time, and whoever wants to jump in, jumps in. And if they don't, they don't. We'll have revolving guests. But Perfect. episode one, Sports Debate Tuesday, my man, shake yeah, yeah. my hand. Holy shit. We did it. From Miranda oh, Gagne, we, we fucking love you. We know you got uh, places to go. Uh, that is Rob McLean. I am Jason DeBeas, and I say, love you so long. We're out. Thanks, guys. Eat. I know Miranda literally got to go. Uh, you stop that. <laughs>